Oh, <laughs> well, that was right on time. Uh, hi, Wigs. Hi, Wigs. It's time for a boner alert. Are you ready? I'm ready. Take me. I'm Paul Crows. I'm Lindsay. Oh, fuck. What happened? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's. How <laughs> fuck would happen? Lindsay Harbert Silverman. I thought it stopped recording, but I, I there may just be like a weird blurb. Doesn't matter. We're here. Yeah, we're here. We hope you are having a great week and you are ready for an all new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars 3 airing on VH1 Thursday nights at whatever, yeah, whatever time. time. However, you find a way to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are here too. We really, if you guys haven't heard this podcast before, you just discovered us. We really just like a free for all on terms of how yes. we're feeling about the last two episodes to get you prepped for this week's episode. Get nice and lubed up. Um, Have you watched the, the first. 10 minutes that they post. I did not. Is that okay. already live? Yeah. Okay, no, I haven't seen that yet. They release it on, like, Monday or something. Ooh, I should check that out. So, uh, tonight's theme or maxi challenge is, well, they do a mini challenge that is um, Andy Warhol-inspired. I can't remember what the maxi challenge is, so... Okay, well, there we go. There we go. <laughs> We're in the same place. <laughs> well, let's talk about the third episode first, which yes. was The Bachelor. The Bitchler. The Bitchler, thank you. Um... And my first thing I'd like to discuss is sort of the, and uh, tell me if you're good with this. But the, go for it. Yeah, I know. Like, clear. Let me know how you feel about <laughs> me bringing this up. But Kennedy versus Milk. Okay. Let's starting there. Okay. Um, the, the the episode starts with the two of them kind of at each other because of the decision to send home Thorgy. Right. And also that nasty little note left behind, which Milk thought. Thorgy, uh, listen, yeah. Thorgy to me is so fucking petty and I wanted to go home just because I don't, I mean, we've no, we've, we've, we've like skinned we, towards yes. your live on okay. this podcast. So it's more like the wake of, of what she left behind to me. It's like, why, why? Def- I mean, I, I know that milk is probably a friend of Thorgy's. Yes. And wants they're to both New York her, girls, but like milk, it didn't start, it didn't start the episode off on a great note for milk. In my opinion. I agree. I think, um, the 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 last the end of the previous episode too when she was a big old crybaby. Oh, that's right. Um, started this trend, this this villain edit, mm-hmm. and of course, people will argue that you can't have a villain edit without some villain material. So obviously, these were these were things that Milk said, and I think that Kennedy hit the nail on the head when she said, "Fuck my drag," right? Yeah. Which I I think that. Yeah, Kennedy is a pageant queen, but she's also extraordinarily talented. Maybe her looks aren't as experimental and funky as Milk would like, but she can dance, she can act, she needs to stop putting shit all over her face, but, um, you know, she can put together a look, and she can look fucking amazing, too. So I don't know why Milk decided to open her mouth and say anything. I don't want to like go too far down this road, but there is a snootery to milk that I think is like, it comes from being someone who knows, um, Mark Jacobs and Dina Kenneth Cole. That comes, I think with the territory a little bit, but like in this workroom, I look at them all. I want them all to sort of be shoulder to shoulder in terms of like seeing each other in their best lights. And maybe that's what milk thought that, she was doing for Thorgy, 
but she also let down Kennedy in that moment, who Kennedy claims is like a friend. Right. Like you like we're supposed to be on the same level too. And at, at all we're talking about here is that that note is shady. It's yeah. not whether or not like if you're mad at me for sending Thorgy home, that's one thing. But that note was shady, super shady. And that's why like this week when Shangela's like the mirror, <laughs> like I love that so much. It's so good. Like, the mirror has gotten shady. There has not been. Well, no, I think Morgan's note was fine. Uh huh. But the other two notes have been totally shady. Yeah. What was it? It was Thorgy Milk. Who um, was before Thorgy? Is that it? Uh, yeah, and just uh, Morgan. Morgan, Morgan Thorgy, Thorgy Milk. Milk. Yeah, total super shady. Yeah. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yes. So uh, then we go, obviously there's a tone set, and we go into the maxi challenge, which is an acting challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say last season I complained that there were too many acting challenges, but I was ready for this one. I yeah. wanted an acting challenge. And I think that it was a good opportunity for the girls to show their ability to be funny and to create a character outside of their regular drag persona. Yeah. And I would argue too that like, these are queens who have been through one round of RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm -hmm. So they're already sharper at their, they should be, Chi Chi will get to you oh, in a minute. God, <laughs> they should be more experienced when it comes to the acting. So even if they're not great at the role they land, at least that like there are people during the acting challenges where like, oh, you've never acted before. Right. Now they've been through one season, they've had to act. So like it's And they time know to what they're it. in for. Yes. So uh do you want to say top threes, bottom threes, um, or just general thoughts? Just general thoughts. Okay. I mean, my, my thing, like, my topic I really wanted to hit was Milk and Trixie here. Because to me, and sorry to just <laughs> drag Milk all over the place, but, like, that performance was so selfish. Yes. And I think the point of pairing these queens up together was to work together. And mm-hmm. you know improv so well, and they bring up the notion of improv being always say yes. And to me, what Milk did there was sabotage that entire performance. And maybe it was something that to her at the time seemed strategic, but it, man, did it blow up in her face. Oh, big time. And the thing that bummed me out was that I just love watching Trixie, and I, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but I don't think we've seen the best of Trixie already this season. Right. And that was an opportunity where there were so many little moments and Trixie's performance that I was like, I want more of that. And all of a sudden, Milk's screaming. And I was like, Milk, shut up. Like, this, there's something nuanced that Trixie's doing, and we're missing it because you're over-delivering. And it was so weird to watch her kind of spiral into where, where she ended up and the screaming and talking over everybody and being... What was... She was the needy girl? Yeah. Oh, uh, Or no, the needy? stalker. She was the stalker. Yes. Yeah. A needy um, girl was Aja, who also did not... No, know did not perform. So, um... But but Milk did not also didn't nail the stalker. She ended up seeming like the needy one, yeah. and she w- seemed so unaware of anybody else that was in the room, and, and that was the biggest problem. And there's a way to take stalker and make it so quiet, yes, and so creepy, yes, and just be like, that's what it usually is. Yeah, it's somebody who's like looking over your shoulder while you're texting, and mm-hmm. it reminds me of like um, like t- touches of when Kristen Wiig on Saturday Night Live would do the know it all that would just pop up like behind everyone's corner. Yeah, like, I did that once. Like, mm-hmm. there's something just like always like just like permeating like insidious there. Yeah, about insidious. It. Yeah, and it was not insidious. It was just grating. It was and just terrible. a stalker knows better than to be grading because she's going to get caught. Exactly. You want to be real <laughs> subtle. Why do we know so much about being stalkers? <laughs> Guys, sign up for our workshop, Stalking 101 with Paul and Lindsay. Um, we will teach you how to subtly stalk people so it doesn't even seem like you're a stalker. Yeah. Um, we should talk about Kennedy and the performance because I know we... I, we disagree a little bit. I mean, it's not real. I, I liked Kennedy's performance. I thought it bordered on like... The teeth. It's the teeth. The teeth really threw me. Like, 
and it's not my lane to like say that whether or not that's accurate or not, mm-hmm. but there were touches of it that felt like a little too much for me. I I think I agree with you on the teeth just because I feel like her performance would have been even better without them because it kind of took away from it. I think, yeah, like the way that she couldn't really enunciate. Exactly. But she also was, that was part of the, she made that part of the character. So I recognize that. And I think she was hysterical. I mean, the very last line of her yelling, I'm a man. I'm a man. (laughs) And when she's like walking away after the the first greeting, she's like, "Mm mm-hmm, watch or something like that. Oh, that was me. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so I thought it was amazing. I thought she definitely deserved the W. Um, and, I, and I don't think, like, Trixie has to learn, like, this also goes back to where Trixie is coming into this competition so much bigger than the other queens. Yes. And I think that this competition diminishes her star a little bit. And this was an opportunity for her to find a way to beat Milk at her own game, is to, like, do something... Um, like, can I steal you for a minute and get her away from milk? Yes. Get him away from milk. Yes. Do something. And can I think I at one point she you? did. Yeah. I think she did do something like snapped at milk, but it was so loaded with anger yes. that it wasn't impactful and it didn't work. And she ended up just looking kind of bitchy. Yeah. Mad. Yeah. And I think that her bitchiness was because everybody understood it. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, yeah, but she could have used it as ammo. But that's also with like a Trixie is letting her emotions get to her yeah. already a lot this season. And like when, and you can tell that she's someone who, you know, Shangela gets angry and she gets vocal and she says exactly what she's thinking. Trixie gets mad and kind of maybe spins the story mm-hmm. a little it bit. It also shuts down a bit. Well, we'll get to that though. Yeah. Um, so. We'll well, I do want to just say Ben was amazing. Ben was incredible. I mean, it's, it's not that it's not expected at this point, but <laughs> I mean, just fucking Ben. Ben trans like forms when he does a character. Yes. And I know that that's, you know, easy to not easy to do, but like of course he transforms when he's Paul Lind, but transforming into a cougar where you don't look like uh, like Ben. No, you look at like, all. You look like a woman. Yes. And the whole like flashing the vagina thing. Yes. I think I it was banana, just brilliant. Was it a banana? What was he eating? A banana. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> it was it, really why how how did he think of that? It's so funny. Yeah. Um, and then of course, just, just to finish it out, Chi Chi and Shangela oh. felt so bad. Like, let's get to the runway because I do think that Chi Chi redeemed herself for the first time this season mm-hmm. with that look. Yes. And I will say though, before we get there, I, speaking of collaboration, I do think that as much as Shangela shined in that, Shangela was trying for Chi Chi, like was giving yes. Chi Chi, like setting up. She wanted her to succeed. And wanted her to succeed. But every time they, and granted it's editing, but it was like the... Mm-hmm. Like every time Chi Chi was going to deliver a line yeah. until the very end when he whispered in his male voice in, his, in yeah. the guy's ear. That was funny. That was great. But it took him the entire performance to get there. I know. So the runway, yes. Uh, totally nailed the runway look. Best that Chi Chi has ever looked, mm-hmm. I think. Finally a wig that's not bought at Ralph's. <laughs> your, your selection of where she gets her Ralph's gets meaner every week. Next, it's going to be like 99 cent store. She just boils some spaghetti, <laughs> put it on her head. Um, yeah, I listen. Chi Chi's got some coin now. She needs to bring it. And that's been my complaint it, yeah. all season. And finally, she looked amazing. Yep. I did like, she didn't look anything like she's ever has before. Um, so I think she shined a lot. Aja's look to me was like, 
enough to have kept her out of the bottom three in my yes. opinion. That manga thing was like so over the top and crazy. And we'll talk about BB, I think, a little more throughout and maybe in the end. But like BB to me just like faded in the, into this whole episode. And even runway look wise, I was like, I don't really know. I don't know what to think about you and what you're like. There are times when I see her shining and I'm like, oh, that's funny. That's a good yeah. line, whatever. But she seems to just stick out, and it's making me wonder more about this conspiracy theory. I know, and here's the thing. When you said BB, I was like, oh, yeah, she's in this. Yeah. Because I, I do that completely forget about her all the time. I don't know. She, she's because she's, She was in your top three I know. last week or last episode. So, I mean, there's something that's definitely enticing there. And there were moments of the Virgin performance that were kind of funny, but like... As a whole, everyone else is just gelling so much yeah. that I don't know what... Either so much or is obviously weak. Yeah. She's just right so middling. Middle. So we'll see. Um, what was Milk wearing on the runway? I forget. I oh, remember. she had those sparkles on her lips. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She looked good. Triangle things. Yeah. Um, Kennedy deciding to skip the chats. With the bottom three. Mm-hmm. It was a boss move. Yes. That and also, much like, okay. <laughs> Milk had to know yeah. at that moment. Everyone at that point was like, oh, you better hope that Kennedy does not win. Yeah. And Kennedy, Kennedy sure did. Kennedy did. Especially because I thought that this was probably the most difficult song this season to mm-hmm. lip sync to. I love Greenlight, but like, it doesn't, it gives you one great opportunity yes. to really move. But for the rest of all, it's a lot of talking. And there's an art to that for sure, but I don't even think either of them excelled in that no. in in this lip sync. It was a boring lip sync. Um, and uh, and the thing is, though, too, the same way that we talked about Peppermint being a lip sync assassin, I was expecting even with green light for Kennedy to just go and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna fly through the air, do three yeah. somersaults, and then do a split." Yeah. She didn't, but she, she you had know. that dress that was a little. Conf- I think, like, yeah. I mean, she could have found a way to make mm-hmm. it, to ta- and then, but she won anyway, so yeah. she didn't need so it. So it's fine. Um, and so that's, yeah. And so we end with Milk getting eliminated. Mm -hmm. Which was the one kind of Roxy Andrews-ish moment of the season because uh, Chi-Chi is her friend, Mm -hmm. her very close, Kennedy's very close friend. And so I think even if she didn't have that beef with Milk, there would be a chance that she kept Mm -hmm. Chi-Chi. But because, I mean, Milk dug her grave. Yeah. And honestly, like, that... Bitchler performance, what was it, Bitchler? Bitchler. Bitchler performance was horrendous. Yeah. It was horrendous. It was terrible. But there's so, I think, like, if you're looking at, there's no argument that Milk is a, has delivered throughout this entire season thus far in a stronger way than Chi-Chi has. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, the... And the that's, I mean, it's kind of like the the best of the worst. Yeah. And, but, like, I still think Milk is much more interesting. And I love Chi-Chi. Agreed. <laughs> like, Agreed. Like, Chi-Chi's not showing it this season no. at all. And... And we will get yeah. to that well, here we now. Are. Yeah, episode four. Episode four. So the challenge of this episode was the Snatch Game. Snatch Game. Oh, so always excited. my favorite episode, except for this season. <laughs> <laughs> this is an episode that Lindsay and I, this is the first one we watched together. Because mm-hmm. we're busy, busy Bettys. Yeah. Um, so we were very excited that we got to watch together and that it was Snatch Game. And that usually brings us, gives us so much life. And we were saying, oh my God, this is the perfect Trixie Snatch Game. Oh my God, this is going to be epic. And then what happened was she... <laughs> Tell me what happened. Took, she took a giant shit. On the chest of RuPaul herself. She actually just decided to move her head back, back and, and forth, forth and deliver bad RuPaul puns. Yep. 
And not even well. And then I started to wonder, is it like, maybe Trixie's best performance is Trixie. Like, maybe it's too much to expect Trixie to do other characters. That's a good point. I've never seen Trixie do other... I've seen Trixie do Trixie incredibly well. But I also think that Trixie is also... Her dolly was pretty solid, I have to say. Yeah, but her dolly was singing and she didn't write it. Right. And Trixie, ultimately, the personality that you see Trixie as a boy is the same personality you see Trixie as a drag queen. Yeah. She's a dry, really funny comedian in amazing makeup and wig. Yeah. Um, but even Bianca did Judge Judy. Like, everyone's got to step out that's of true. their... Yes. Like, and Bianca is Bianca, but, like, that's what I was expecting from Trixie And here. Trixie needed to find some... Needed to find her Judge Judy. Because yes. ultimately, Bianca's Judge Judy was a heightened version of the character that Bianca plays right. as Bianca. And, I can, and if we were to really sit down and, like, talk about that, like, I, I you could... I can immediately think of Mae West. Yes. Trixie is Mae West. Yes. Like, like is a no-brainer. And there's mm-hmm. probably a 15 other people we could come up with that we could see her just doing Trixie, but with that, like, getting rid of the contouring yes. for once and looking like that person... And fucking nailing if she, it. Yeah, if she would have found a way to disappear into that character and have no no sign of Trixie at all, mm-hmm. um, it would have been amazing. But like we said... It didn't happen. It didn't happen. <laughs> um, but she did at least spell RuPaul's name right. Oh, boy. Chi-Chi my Chi-Chi. I wish that, like, in an alternate universe, that, like, Chi-Chi was smart enough to be like, oh, I'm not Maya Angelou. I'm Maya the singer. Oh, right? <laughs> and then everyone would be like, oh, oh my God, she actually is. But she's Chi-Chi. She's, she's just she's, not there. No, she's not so quick on her feet. <laughs> and she obviously did not do a lot of research on Maya Angelou. No. Because she spelled it M-Y-A. Which is and how then, you spell Maya the singer. Yes. To be fair. But not how you spell Maya Angelou. <laughs> to and, be fair. And then when RuPaul <laughs> called her out on it, she just goes, well, how do you spell Maya? <laughs> Not a good argument, no. Chi-Chi. It's not going to save you. Nope. Um, that was brutally hard to watch. So hard to watch. Um, my second biggest disappointment was Kennedy. I was just right there. Yeah. I just wrote Phaedra Parks. No. No. And Phaedra Parks, I can do Phaedra Parks. There is like an essence to Phaedra Parks, which is just this lethargic but mean as fuck woman. Mm-hmm. And that is Phaedra. And it's like... It's just sitting back and being like, well, I believe. And like having that Southern Belle essence uh-huh. that you're just, you're just higher than everybody else. But at the same time, you're a real shady bitch. Yeah. And all that Trinity did, Trinity, oops. Um, all that Kennedy did was kind of like not slowly talk. A little bit, but not even. Yeah. And In her own voice, too. Yeah. There was, there was no essence of someone else there. No. And... I was. I had again, much like Trixie. I had such a high expectation of Kennedy because her season of Snatch Game, she won as Little oh, Richard, Richard, and it was amazing. Yeah. I remember distinctly RuPaul when she goes around the workroom asking the girls who they're going to be, and she said Little Richard, and everybody <laughs> rolled their eyes and were like, "What the fuck is this bitch thinking?" And then she killed it so hard. Yeah. So who for, did Trixie do in her season? Of she Snatch- didn't make it to Snatch oh. Game. But she, in her audition tape, I think she... I'm not saying that on the show now that you say that. Did Lisa Frank. Yeah. Who did? Trixie. In her audition tape, she did Lisa Frank, but they told her if she got on, she could not do it. The sticker queen? Oh, no, shit. I do this every time, <laughs> Anne Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I 
have a joke and a pilot where a character confuses those two because, bitch, that's what I do. Oh, my God. I was like, how do you impersonate Lisa Frank, and Frank without a unicorn? Goddamn. Woo. Listen, that's not even offensive. That's just stupid. It's true. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but anyway, yeah, she audition, she, her audition tape had Anne Frank in it. Um, that's funny. Yeah. Dark, funny. But Very dark, yeah. but it was, Yeah. So, uh, I would also like to throw out more of BB. Sort of, what is going on with yeah. BB's? Like, what was that even? Like, the fact that she has not made it to bottom two at all. Yeah. And she's had, I guess she's just had girls that have been worse than her, but it also and, begs the question is that theory right. of. The, the Handmaid's Tale, is that accurate? They have to do something with it. And it Grace Jones sketch. is imitatable. And yes. she looked the part-ish. It was a little rough around the edges, but, like, she looked the part. And if you're, like, I feel like this also goes to Aja in a second. Like, if you're going to play someone that not everybody has a familiarity with, yes. you've got to deliver something extra in that. So if you're Grace Jones, and Grace Jones has the staccato delivery, which she had or whatever... What's your what's your joke in? What is your mm-hmm. thing that like are you from another planet? Are you like talking about something that's like relatively current in a way where like you're oblivious to the rest of the room? Like right. are you forgetting that you're even on Snatch Game or whatever? Like something else that's just something. funny unto itself, not based on the person. Because to me, Aja doing Crystal LaBelle, I did not know who Crystal LaBelle was. Mm-mm. I do now because I went and looked at who looked up who Crystal was she was a queen who was serving in 1967. Damn. And she's in a documentary called The Queen, which we definitely have to watch at some yes. point about a pageant, a drag pageant in the 60s, which who knew that that happened? It was called the Miss All-America Camp Beauty Pageant. And that's uh. a me, I know. And Crystal LaBelle is somebody who was like made it to the top five of the pageant. And when she did not win, stormed off the stage. Holy shit. And there's like probably moments within the documentary where you can look at what Aj is doing and be like, oh, that works. But I was able to like, I was I enjoyed her performance. By, yeah. yeah. I thought Aja really rose to the occasion. Somebody, I think it was in the Vulture recap, brought up what if Aja had done Valentina? I know. Oh my God. What if Aja had done Valentina? It would have been, because it would have been so easy. Yes. And it's so topical. And people would have loved it. She would have won. Yeah. She would have won. If she would have nailed it. Yeah. And I think she could have. I think so. The wide eyed, just sort of aloofness that drives her so crazy. Yes. Everything that Aja hates about Valentina should have been exactly what she did. And then it would have, oh my God, would have won. So much life. Um, I was talking to Donnie last night, and he made a good point that if you're, whatever character you pick, and I think Ben de la Creme was a great example of this. You just have to know that you can respond in that character. Mm-hmm. Because That's that was point. Trixie's yeah. biggest thing. She couldn't respond as RuPaul. She had that bit at the beginning, yep. and then everything else fell flat. But Paul um, Bendela as Paul Lind was him. Mm-hmm. It was just everything she did as him yep. was him. And it was amazing. He was, she, she, he was that familiar with who Paul is as yes. a person. And I think Trixie over, like, assumed that, like, I know Rue better than Rue knows her. And it's like, nobody knows. Rue is the only one who knows Rue. Yeah. And that is a treasure trove of secrets that, like, I don't even want (gasps) to go near. Like, let that be. Yeah. Um, This is a side note, but have you heard Ross Matthews' story about Lady Gaga? No. Okay, we'll watch it after. Okay. There's a story... Of Ross Math that Ross Matthews told on his morning um, Hollywood Today show that he hosts um, about meeting Lady Gaga on the set of Drag Race that is incredible. 
We'll put it on the website. You guys have got to go and watch it. It's the most beautiful, amazing thing. Okay, I can't wait. Yeah. Um, also, just to backtrack a tiny bit mm-hmm. before we get to Shangela, who did fine. Did she fine. did She did fine. Yeah. Um, I'm glad she did not do Miss um, Cleo with yeah. that accent, though. She sounded like an Irish person. <laughs> I know. An, an Irish accent is hard to do. <laughs> I know. And she, tr- she did that while yeah. trying to do a Jamaican accent. <laughs> <laughs> It was an Irish Jamaican. Yes. Um, but at the beginning of the show, uh, she saw a note in Trixie's... Oh, yes. How do we forget about this? ...work area that was written by Thorgy that said, like, fuck that fuck bitch. Fuck this shady bitch, Shangela. Um, and I think that that also probably got in Trixie's head, which was probably by design via Shangela, because let's just say this. Shangela... Is amazing TV. And Shangela knows the mechanics of yes. that show. She's been on three times. Yes. She knows how to make it work for her, and she is succeeding. She is really succeeding. Yeah. Um, so that set up kind of a rivalry, which I think can bring us to the runway now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say, uh, just in regard to the note, though, too, did somebody show, it seemed as though another queen showed her the note. I wasn't sure. It looked like when they were talking about it, I can't remember who, but I remember there being someone directly to the left of her and I wish I like because I, I feel like whoever that was also was knew trying to set some what shit was up. going to happen yeah and Shangela knows well enough that like when that note like that note did not need to be up no and it was not or tear that part and off I don't even think she was that offended but she was like this is uh-huh. all for Shangela right yep. now and she is and let's She's get to the gonna, runway yes so the category is Flower something. Flower power, flower. Yes. It was all flower. Um, My favorite runway look, my favorite two were Shangela and Ben, Mm -hmm. who ended up being the top two. But Shangela did Beyonce. Yep. um, The pregnant Beyonce. This was also an episode where they flew past them way too fast, and I hate when they do that. Yes. Remember? They all like fast flash fast flashes. Like I hate it. I, I know that. they give need me, time. Give but... me thirty less seconds in untucked. Honestly, like that's yes. I like untucked, but I would rather have or in the workroom. Mm-hmm. Although the workroom was great this week, so that thirty less minute, thirty less seconds in untucked. Yes. Give me a full walk of the run- runway so that I can assess it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's ten thousand. <laughs> it happens every episode. <laughs> that's how worked up I get, you guys. Um, uh, yeah, I also liked um, Trixie's look a lot. I, I thought Trixie's say. look was great, and it's unfortunate that her. Snatch was what it was. But yeah. Yeah, I liked her look a lot. Um, and everybody else kind of forgettable because I don't remember it all. Oh, BB was all black, also forgettable. Um, so top two ended up being Shangela and Ben de la Creme. Yep. Bottom two were Trixie and Chi Chi. Chi Chi also looked amazing. She mm-hmm. had a great runway, but in Untucked, when they're back there talking, it was clear. Chi Chi just said, just be fair. Yeah. She was ready to go home. <laughs> She's like zipping up for yeah. Samsonite. I'm sorry, what? Oh, we. do you want to talk to me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just printing my boarding pass. I'll be right over. Be right back. <laughs> Seeing if I can upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> um, Looking good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to treat myself. So um, it was clear that Chi Chi was ready to go. But again, there was that beef between Trixie and Shangela. Yep. And this is where the mother of drag... <laughs> Ins comes out. She did a speech at the end. There's a hilarious meme going around where it's like, this queen is from Milwaukee, (laughs) Wisconsin. (laughs) All this stuff. It sounded like she was talking about Trixie. We were watching it together. I leapt off the couch 
onto all fours on the ground and started screaming. <laughs> no, I was the only one too. I was like, clearly no one else is falling for this but me. But I did fall for it and I was like, no, no, she's not. No, my she's not. My heart fell into my vagina. <laughs> and it was also a twist that they were allowing the, each one to send somebody home because yes. they were a tie in the lip sync. Yes. And, the, and and I thought about that too afterwards. I was like, you know, that's a, pr- a cute little producing tactic to either make you know, this shocking moment because we know that one of these queens is going to get to come back and probably Trixie, if she's eliminated, will come back. Right. And that's what I said. I was like, well, I guess Trixie's the one that comes back. Right. Or even in other good TV, it's just like Chi Chi gets the double boot, but it does cost them an extra 10K too. No, they split the 10K. Oh, they split it? Yeah, oh, okay, it was 5K each. Okay. Then yeah, it's just a really clever producing tactic. Yeah. <laughs> and just wanted to see Trixie sweat. Yeah. So. And that man, did she. Oh my God. And Shangela, it was like... Tony Award nomination worthy, like just reading her up and down. Yep. Oh, it was so good. It's going to be chills. And there was uh, somebody said on Twitter, I think, that it must have been a producer that did it. And she actually came back and said, no, boo, it was all me. Yep. She knows She's like, I I do me or something like that. I run Uh, me. I run me. That was it. Um, I also backtracked real quick to um, the Snatch Game for a second and Chi Chi and why she should go. Vulture did it. Vulture does an interview every week with the Eliminated Queen, mm-hmm. and they asked her, you know, why'd you do Maya? And she said, what drew me to Maya Angelou is she sounded like Eartha Kitt. And bitch, why didn't you do Eartha Kitt? Do Eartha Kitt. <laughs> I can do Eartha Kitt. And then somebody they also said that she's done performances um, as part of the Christmas special, uh, show that went around mm-hmm. where she sings. And it's on YouTube. I guess I didn't watch it. But apparently she's got a beautiful singing voice. And when pressed on it, she said, you know, I do love singing, but I'm just a lazy drag queen. And it's like, okay, it's time for Chi Chi to get like. Yeah. And if it's not Step all stars, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of like, is this your world? Is this supposed to be what you're doing for the rest of your life? Well, listen, like Paul and I said, when we saw Chi Chi live, it did not knock our balls up our ass, and we really wanted it to. Um, <laughs> that she was... comment, by the way, <laughs> the balls up your, our ass. Uh-huh. I was talking with Mitch and uh, Kelly. I know, bitch and Carrie. Carrie brought it up that, like, you said that once to me, like, it's going to knock your balls up your ass. And they both were like, is that a thing? Like, is that possible? <laughs> and I was like, I think it's a drag, like, reference that, like, you have to tuck yourself <laughs> yeah. up there. But they were, like, dying, crying, laughing. Where they came over one night and Kelly, Carrie came in and was like, did you listen to this week's episode? And Mitch was like, yeah, the balls up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I, was like, I don't know where I first heard it, but I love it. Yeah. And I love saying it. Well, my balls are up my ass. I'm going to knock your balls Maybe up your ass. That's what we should call this. Yeah, knock your balls knock up your ass. Knock your balls up your ass, you guys. Um, you know, we didn't think Boner Alert really captured the essence <laughs> of this show. We wanted to be a little more on the nose. Yeah, and um. that's when we knock your balls up your ass. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Chi-Chi, step your pussy up. It's not... I'm kind of like... And that's the sad thing. Is I'm like, I'm already apathetic. Like, if she yeah. were somehow not in the mix for the comeback, I'd be like, yeah, make way for Morgan. Yeah. Everyone, can I'm everyone excited. clear the way for Morgan, please? I feel I like Morgan that. has I to be the one that comes back. That. Like I I there's no one else in that bottom that I need her that I need back. No. It's certainly not Thorgy. I'd be fine no. with milk. It's definitely not Chi Chi. It is Morgan, Morgan. I want more Morgan. Yes. Morgan. More, more. More, more. That's gotta be either this week or next. Um, Donnie had a theory, not a spoiler because we don't know, but, uh, cause I said, do you think this is when the queen comes back? He said, I think this is when you see them behind the mirror 
oh, when they come into the yes. for untucked yeah. or like at the end of the elimination. And that's not to like assume that they're doing it the same way. Like right. there might be something else going on, like last chance kitchen style, which on Top Chef is them battling every week two on two sort mm-hmm. of thing. And then like the person who wins that gets to come back and compete against the top four. Okay. I think we would know by now if they were doing that, but how incredible it would be if they're like, we have a bonus episode this week and it's going to be the <sighs> one-on-ones that happen behind the scenes to get you your final queen that's coming back. Yeah. <gasps> we wish that into fruition. Seriously. Oof. I'm here for it. Well. I think that that pretty much does it. That pretty um, much does it. Top three. They did three. announce. Should we update our top three? Yes. My top three. Our category is. And you're going in order? I'll go three let's to three, one. Let's do three, three, two, two, one, one. Okay. <laughs> Um, my personal top three at this moment, number three is Trixie. My personal top three at this moment, my number three is Aja. (gasps) (laughs) My number two is Shanji. My number two is Ben. And my number one is Ben De La Creme. And my number one is Shangela all the way. <laughs> That's the thing that it's just coming into now. And like, even though I just threw Aja in there for dramatic effect, um, it's a top three show right now. Mm-hmm. And I would like it to be a little more about like, like I wish there was more suspense, which leads me to the announcement that was made this week. I'm almost wondering if there's a lot of people that are feeling this way where it's like a, a top three show and wanting something more. And it was dropped in our lap this week in the form of... RuPaul's Drag Race Season 10! (laughs) We can't get enough. It's back already on March... 24th? Oh, it's crazy. And it's going to be an hour and a half with a half an hour of Untucked. I mean... I'm living. I'm here for it. I will... I mean... I hope this just evolves into something where it's on all the time. (laughs) I would And VH1 is just the Drag Race network. Yes. But like... I mean, turn... This should be what Bachelor is for ABC. Yes. But although Bachelor takes a break for Dancing with the Stars, so they need something to fill in. Like, do they have, like, a drag? Do they bring back Drag You? Or do they... I was just thinking that. I don't need a Drag You. I never watched it. I, I don't know. Have, like, a Big Brother type of thing. I don't know. Drag Queens. Which, Courtney Act just won Big Brother UK. I saw that. Yeah. Good for her. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the filler would be. What's their Bachelor in Paradise? Uh, yeah. You it know? would be like, yeah, maybe it's fine as it is. Yeah. Or just, just like, how about we zero in on like the queens that are out there and give them their own Netflix style like one woman shows where yeah. we get to see like an hour long performance of Ben just like doing his comedy and like musical, like whoever yeah. else is out there right now, Bob, like Logo or, used to, but. Or buy my, my pilot life's a drag. Or that too. It's got drag queens in it, guys. On that note. <laughs> Um, thanks for listening. Enjoy this week's episode. Again, Thursday night on VH1. Please rate and review us. If you are a first-time listener of Wigs and Weiss, go back. We've got a hell of a lot of other episodes we that you would love um, and that aren't just about Drag Race. They're about all things pop culture, and we think yeah. you would probably like them um, because you're smart and you listen to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also want to throw out a plug for my dear friend Jake Thompson's podcast, oh, who yeah. also covers RuPaul's Drag Race on his podcast called Fan Favorite. This week's episode, he co-hosts, he usually co-hosts with his friend, um, and this week he is co-hosting with Alaska Thunderfuck. Alaska. And you'll get some good insights from Alaska. Love it. Live it, love it. We'll be back in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening, Wigs. Bye, Wigs. Bye. Bye.